When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, it is hump day. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia, both in studio this afternoon, having a lot of fun today. Looks like we're going to talk about a notable life here, Lori, I believe, is what we've got for the top of the four o'clock going well, on, right? Well, no, I just... We're just having a Maluma flashback. I, I just said I would be happy because Maluma, I love Maluma. I've loved Maluma for a long time. He's like just one of He's my... He's been... He was on crushes. the man wall forever. forever. And he was oh. profiled on CBS Sunday morning this past Sunday. Yes. And you didn't get a chance to see it, but no. Oh, but I just, what a I, beautiful man, inside and out. Yes, <laughs> and he's got a wonderful Instagram, and I really appreciate all the Maluma eye candy he gives us in his Instagram. But I just said uh, to Julia, I said Madonna had a fling with Maluma because he was under Madam X. Madam X, they had all a about song a together. Song. Yep, and the first video they were it was a sexy video. Outside in Portuguese, eating outside at a table for 30, as one does mm-hmm. with candles and Always. the Fado music going, mm-hmm. and everybody had flouncy things on, and she had her eye patch, and he was the pirate at the end of the table. And I said, they probably had a fling. And Joey said, no, he's too beautiful. I said, no, they had a fling <laughs> for three days. Because he was an hour. So in this special with Maluma, he has... It's like reggae, la 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 la, is the name of his music. Mm-hmm. But it's an updated reggae form kind of thing. And he is huge. And at oh a very God, early a age, yeah. they didn't have any money. And he's like Anita that way, like grew yes. up poor, poor, poor. Poor, poor, poor. And yeah. this, he's such a beautiful, giving man. I mean, and, and needed so money for his family. To look at, too. Oh. I mean, he is matching the outside with and his inside. And he has a purple um, Lamborghini. Oh, my gosh. And, and all these huge horses in this place. Oh, it, it, I'd watch it if you can find it just because yeah. he's so lovely. Yeah. Whoever got that assignment to interview him. Very CBS good assignment. is doing a lot of in-depth music stuff. Yeah, because they can talk on record. Mm-hmm. But getting back to Madonna and her three-day <laughs> fling with Maluma, the reason why I think that Madonna is, you know, we're basically about the same age, and um, she's older, but that doesn't matter. But still, same <laughs> generational thing. Like, yeah. as she was, uh, you know, 20-something to my 20-something. We are just fine with wonderful three-day flings, memories of lovers. We don't need everyone to end up to be a boyfriend, a husband, a significant other. We're really well-adjusted that mm-hmm. way. Um, and so she's, like, fine with And she's just friends with him. Like, yeah. I wonder if she and Prince, they nope. had ever mm-hmm. made nope. out. Nope. 
Why wouldn't they? The same age. They did music together. He played on Like a Prayer. I know. He did that album. Why is that so hard to believe? He loved beautiful women. I mean, I don't know what the timeline is. I'm just saying Madonna strikes me. She's the woman who can be friends with someone who was she just should a write short a time lover. Oh, we want Madonna. Now, that right? would be a good memoir. That I mean, would be, um, I, I would just That go would crazy. be a good one. All right, can we please talk about why Drew Barrymore has decided <laughs> to blow her, up her brand whole legacy. And brand. Her whole, but her legacy and her talk show was doing... So let me just read you a headline. This okay, is Drew Mother Barrymore. Jones. Okay. Drew Barrymore, what happened is that she... Uh, announced, I don't know if it was last week. It was Friday or was it Friday or something that I own this decision and I'm going to come back. She, she has on her Drew Barrymore show that the show is coming back and her show, different talk shows are under a different umbrella. They're not under SAG, AFTRA or WGA, but some talk shows like all the late night talk shows, some of the daytime shows, some entertainment shows, they employ WGA guild writers. Union People, writers. Yes. And Drew Barrymore's show is a WGA sh- show. And yep. her show was off for um, the summer when the writer's strike happened. So she didn't even have to address it. But a couple of weeks later, she pulled out of being the M- like an award show host at something. Anyway, she announces she's coming the show's coming back with yeah. scab writers. And scab writers are non-union writers. That are taking the place of someone who's picketing outside. So Drew started taping shows, and her first guest, Brooke Shields, Allie Wentworth, Wentworth both probably personal friends, but SAG after members, were taping it. And her some three, at least three of her writers, were picketing mm-hmm. their own show, and a couple... Audience members had just WGA lapel pins on and they were escorted out, mm-hmm. strong armed out, is what the mm-hmm. people said. And eyewitnesses agreed, like yeah. basically lifted by their elbows. To not be in the audience. To yeah. not be in the audience. And and I can't believe how, how she has screwed up so badly and deciding to be the most famous scab. In Hollywood, legendary screw-ups by bringing back her show with okay. scab writers. Okay, so let's just put it in context for other people who aren't yeah. fully aware of everything that's going on. For example, The View came back. They, they don't... They've never had... They've a, never had the union writers. Right. They've had writers, right. but never the union. All the morning shows have writers, but they don't use the union. But the late night uses the union. But Jennifer Hudson... She's coming back. She's coming back, but she's coming back with no writers. Right. And like she feels comfortable to ad lib. Sherry Shepard. Shepherd, she has no writers. No writers. Just like uh, Wendy Williams didn't. That's yep. why they like producing that show. It costs less money. Right. Tamara so, Hall, same thing. So these people aren't using writers. They're just using their brains and doing some research on their own guests and, and figuring out how to do it. And mo- like, so Mother Jones, which is, you know, amazing. described to people. Uh, yeah. Well, it's just, just, you know, it's a, it's always, it's an investigative. It's always been maybe more political, but yeah. it's always been a very, very credible journalistic site. Drew Mary, Barrymore's newest role, Scab. So that's the name of these non-union writers. And then what so many people did on her Instagram after she made her very long announcement that I own this. I don't know. She's clever. 
It she could. That's a one hour show. We do three hours with three people, and she breaks I mean, it into I just, two half hour segments. I, and Ross is there. They could both do their own fi- research on who's coming on and figure out how to do this. The they don't National need- Book Awards had booked Drew to mm-hmm. be the host. She was going to launch a book club. Okay, she's yeah. been on a high when she broke her show into. I mean, she's just like gone from being. I mean, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are <laughs> clapping yes, they and are. saying, hold my beer. They're so happy that Drew <laughs> right. has come along to oh, yeah. take the heat off of them. But, I mean, her, it's, it hurts everything. everything. And, and it's so huge for it, her because she's such a be with the people people. I think that's her brand. And I guess I'm not saying writers aren't valuable that she can't, you know, she... She has relied on writers. Someone wrote, you've used our words your whole life, life. to make you rich and famous, famous, and now you're saying we don't matter. Yes. She could have come back without writers and said, I'm um, like what... Jennifer- no, no, no. She still can't come back because she's crossing her own writer's picket line. Couldn't she come back no. with no writers and not hire these scab writers? Julia, she could, but she's still crossing a picket line. Got it. Okay, she's still crossing a writer's picket line, and writers have been the reason why she's had work. So it just doesn't make sense. She was probably very proud of the fact that she was a a talk show that had the budget to pay, because it costs more money to have the, which is why the late night, but if you want the best, and CBS believed in her, it is a master class in bad decision making. And I thought Ashton and Mila had just taught us that they were the best in the, they could do the Oprah Winfrey master class in bad decision, but Drew, and she's coming out and saying nothing, and it just looks so bad. Everyone is writing about it. Um, because there, it it involves a lot of think pieces, and I think what it will help ultimately is maybe because people know Drew Barrymore, it'll get maybe other people because we've got another big strike. The UAW yeah. may be going on strike. Just getting Americans to just think again about the yes, it is important that we have unions. Otherwise, the man will take all the money. I mean, at the well, end of the day, and her comment about it is um, why she's coming back. Is um, this was last Friday? I wonder what I want to be there to provide what writers do so well, which is a way to bring us together and to help make sense of the human experience. Okay, that's just babble nonsense. Okay, that's sunshine of the bleeped up mind. People are disappointed. Yeah, yeah, that's word salad of epic. Yeah, this is going to end with a tearful Instagram apology where she says she's learning and (laughs) learning and listening. And learning to listen. <laughs> that's, a great, mm-hmm. that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. It's time. Yeah. Okay. It's we gotta time. Go. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And David and the team, they uh, they still taking phone calls, still helping people get pre-qualified and that kind of thing. And um, uh, just ready to help you with whatever your financial concerns are. With where you're at, you know, are you buying now? Are you refinancing? Are you first-time homeowner? Because uh, there's always stuff that you got to do to maybe clean up situations or handle things that are going on. They're easy to get a hold of. If you'd like to do email, go to my talk keyword, David, and send an email. Or you can 
also uh, give them a call. But um, they they just are really great at what they do and making sure that you understand what is going on with them. And First Equity Mortgage, they're here, they're local, they've been in business for a long time. That's David at First Equity. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. It's random. Okay, so it's a little, we're celebrating an anniversary uh, today. Yes, we are. And um, it is the 54 years ago today Mm -hmm. on September 13th on a Saturday morning on CBS. Scooby-Doo-Doo-Scooby-Doo-Doo-Scooby-Doo-Scooby-Doo-Scooby-Doo-Scooby-Doo. And then how it even, the name for it was inspired by this song. Do you know the song? Probably. Strangers in the Night. By Frank Sinatra. So how it all kind of started. Don't you remember like the first time you went to a guy's house and he played this song for you (laughs) as background music while he was making you dinner? I mean, did that happen? It reminds me of my dad too much. It wouldn't be sexy to me. It reminds me of my dad. Well, my dad didn't because my dad was there. He's listening to Elvis and Johnny Cash. This is my dad. This is my dad. So here's what happened is... um, they, um, the two guys who started it, um, Ken Spears and Joe Ruby, created the Hanna Barbera. Ruby, Ruby yeah, created Hanna Barbera, which I always called Hanna Barbarana. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and, like, yes, yeah. it's to- totally bad. But they, um, the one guy said he always um, thought that kids in a haunted house would be a big hit. Yeah, for a TV show. As a kid, I would go look at Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein and movies like that. And he was convinced that this would be a fun cartoon. Yeah, and, and it um, was a fun cartoon. He pitched a show to CBS called "Who's Scared?" Who's and scared. Um, but the dog was in the background. And this guy who pitched it said, "I was convinced it was going to be the biggest hit we ever had, even though nobody knew what it was." So then, after he pinched it, he said, "We can't put it on the air. The people, the executives, that's just too frightening." And so the concept of the show, they decided to put instead of the kids in the front, put the dog, dog in, the, in front. the front. Yeah, all right. And um, our El- their Abbott and Costello like cartoon will be Scooby Doo and Shaggy. In a matter of two hours, they revised the concept. And he was flying from like L.A. to New York. He had just been rejected for that idea and was reworking in his mind. And right as they were landing on the call, no, the music on the plane was Frank Sinatra. And I see hear him saying Scooby Dooby Doo, Dooby Dooby, but it's Dooby Dooby Doo. Yeah, not Scooby Dooby Doo. And he said, that's it. I mean, it's funny how people get these light bulb moments. And then the artist who came up with the drawings was a Japanese-American artist. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Iwa Takamoto, mm-hmm. and he was already working for Disney at the time, and then the Hanna-Barbera world. And he drew the original sketches for Scooby along with the counterparts. And they wanted to do it on a Great Dane. Yeah. But um, the Great Dane was is a dog that has straight back, straight legs, a small chin. And he decided for Scooby, I'll do the absolute opposite. Um, he'll have a humpback. He'll have um, bow-legged legs. He'll have a huge chin. His coloring was wrong. Everything was off. <laughs> people, people loved it. Yeah. And then they got the voices, Casey Kasem. Can you play Is that this? A go, Scoob! A Scooby snack vending machine! <laughs> like it's the wave of the future! Wow! Sounds like he was one cool canine! <laughs> hey, Scoob! And like maybe they'll put up a statue of you someday! And that's Casey Kasem and who's being Shaggy. Shaggy. He's shaggy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he, he's shaggy. And he was, you know, America's top, you know. Top 40. Top 40. With and his... I have one more fun clip about okay. that. Here's Scooby or Shaggy playing a radio DJ on the show, but as Casey Kasem. It's just kind of a fun little clip. Bright greetings, radio listeners. Shaggy and Scooby broadcasting live from the top of the world. Spinning stacks of wax for all you Frostbitten fans out there. All right, Scooby? Isn't that cool? That That's funny. A little play. Of wax. Stacks of wax as he's taking a vinyl and spinning it on his finger. And we grew up with Casey Kasem on Sundays. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I remember oh, watching Scooby-Doo. Oh, please. Yeah. And you can still listen to him on 70s on 7 every yes. Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, that's right. So he, um, he left the show because he had voiced um, Shaggy for nearly 30 years, but he left the show due to his veganism. And he was a vegan and he wanted Shaggy to be a vegan as well. Hmm. Casey and, Kasem? Yes. Oh my God. And in real life, he w- he was this. When Kasem was asked to voice Shaggy in a Burger King commercial, oh. he protested and quit the show. Oh, my goodness. And only left it for like five years. But and in 2002, he convinced producers to allow Shaggy to be a vegan. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> and, oh. and Casey Kasem told the New York Times in 2004, Shaggy is one of my claims to fame. Yeah. But I think Casey um, Casey surpasses him a little bit. However, our one will last longer than the other, and Shaggy will go on forever, forever, and I will not. And there were so many different iterations of Shaggy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then they introduced Scrappy-Doo, which was Scooby's nephew. And kind of, there's so many different yeah. versions. And but it's I mean, really just getting back to Casey Kasem oh, and him. wanting Scooby Doo to though, be a vegan. Yeah, I mean, let think like a dog, and I think a dog would like a burger now and again. Yeah. And I just <laughs> snack. Yeah, I think I think a salad eating dog is just like not reasonable. I don't either. <laughs> anyway, there's just some fun history and. Yeah. And that brand just lives on yeah. forever and forever and ever. Yeah, do you remember the cartoon where the guy, the the in, the the Indian kid who could fly all over? Oh, Hajj, Hajj, yeah. Hush. Oh, what of course was the I name do. of that cartoon? It was, I love um, that with the one. jet, the the jet like one. No, no the jet like Wonder Woman, Hajj. And um, it was so good. He, was, he had a tra- He had a carpet. He could fly he on, and he could be. And all he had over. a friend. Super friends. And he was cute. No, no. He was okay, cute. Yeah. I remember like thinking I liked. What was him. the cartoon with Hajj? Hajj. Oh God. 
We're doing this on the phone. I'm looking for it right here. I couldn't get that. He so- also did like uh, Robin. He was in Robin. He did voice mm-hmm. Robin in Batman and Robin. He did That's right. uh, something with um, the Winnie the Pooh franchise. He did a lot of different voices for characters for a long oh, time. Vinny's, Vinny's voice. But Duck Carlos, Tales. if you remember that, hush, I love that one. I did too. And they because were, it was in a white shirt. It was an Indian kid and a white, and they would travel. Their travel. dads were ge- geologists. Something like yes. that. Something Seven like that. They had great adventures yeah, together. Yeah, they did. I like they, that show. They t- is it time up already? Yeah. Time's we talked up. too long about that damn Drew Barrymore. Well, okay. no, that was a while ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was not We ran out of time. I have other good stories, but we're going to find out what Hodge was in. I loved Hodge. Yeah, I know. I did too. All right. That Someone was my call cartoon us. flashback that I was 651 641 1071. All right. We'll Thanks. be back. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX. And, um,. Okay, so school, we're in, we're in, we're in. But, you know, besides students, a lot of other people are go to Learning Rx, depending on where they are in their life. I mean, we've met people that have gone through the program who had chemo brain fog, and they needed to be sharp in their job, and they were worried about it. So they went to Learning Rx to kind of figure out what was going on and help them, you know, get their brains sharper through yeah. some one-on-one brain training. We've seen, talked to Brent, Ben Yucatec, you know, who had concussions quit playing football because he was worried about his brain and went through learning Rx and just how you can you can help yourself through the process by one-on-one brain training to train your brain to relearn to keep remembering things to access things quicker it works for people of all different ages and all different walks and if you have learning disabilities it works for you as well call them today find out how learning Rx can help you for hanging out with us before we get into our guest who's a special guest with a special name yeah we are gonna say it was johnny quest johnny quest Johnny Quest. that was a great cartoon i know we were talking about scooby-doo and and johnny quest so thank you everybody we got james james is the one i want to give him credit for calling a lot of people call thank you everybody epic saturday morning cartoon johnny quest johnny quest Quest. well we're gonna switch to the uncanny experience we are we know that chan polling are you a junior? No. Just you're just, just Chandler. 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 Okay, so your dad is Champoling. Yes. Love is the law, the suburbs, his books, his music, his plays, Blanche yes. Mansions. We love your dad. Brilliant man and so, that I have known since we've I mean, known I've known your dad like since nineteen eighty one. Like we go back to our twenties. Wow. Together, yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, I, we never, I never even knew Chan We didn't even know he had a kid. So we oh. get these t- yeah. emails from Chan Pulling, have on my son Chan, Chandler Pulling, and I thought that was spam. And then. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And here you and are. Here we are. You're in the studio. person. So thanks for coming in. So you have. I just had somebody look at me and be like, is that real? Yeah. <laughs> it's real. So you have a real. I saw you on Jason's show too, so I found out you were real. Um, you have a big event, the Uncanny Experience, this two-day immersive event for X-Men fans this weekend at the Minnesota Women's Club, right? Minneapolis, Minneapolis Club. Minneapolis yes. Club. Sorry. Yes. So this is like a comic con for X-Men. Correct. Fans, yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. is so, what it is. So tell us a little bit about it, because you have a production company and you put on these events in the Twin Cities area. Yes. And so tell us what people are going to experience if you go to this. Sure. Well, uh, you are going to experience two days of amazing fun. You have to be a big fan of X-Men. Right. X-Men, of course, are from comic books. They have a cartoon series from the 90s that's famous. They've got movies. You know, people know Hugh Jackman. Was Rebe- Rebecca Romaine? 
Germain, yes. uh, one of our yeah, X-Men. She was, she was a character named Mystique. Mystique, yes. yes. I like Mystique's look. And yes, these are the number too. one selling comic books, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. X-Men number one, still to this day, the number one selling comic book of all time in 1991. Is this so, the first time that we've had something like this? Yes, yes. So, you know, I've been a big fan of X-Men my whole life, and there's never been an event catering to fans. So, you know, my partners and I, Chris and Dylan, we decided we're going to create something for X-Men fans because we are fans. So we cool. we decided to do it in Minnesota, in Minneapolis, at the Minneapolis Club, and create an immersive experience where we transform the Minneapolis Club oh into God. the environment that the X-Men live in called Xavier Institute. Are you prepared, though, for Wait. how many people you actually might get? Yes, we are ready for wow. that. Okay. And the Minneapolis Club is downtown. Correct. Okay, second. Grant, it's not the Minnesota Women's Club. No. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's the Minneapolis Club, and it's downtown. Okay. Yes. And yeah. it's a swanky place. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's a beautiful nice place. place. So, you know, in in um, the fictional world, they stay in like a boarding school type environment. So right. the Minneapolis Club That's fills like that, that vibe. Okay. And yeah, we're transforming into this Xavier Institute experience for people to meet X-Men creators. We've got actors, writers, artists coming. Uh, we've got people dressing up. We've got, you know, everything to, to make it a fun experience. Who Chandler... Is your favorite X Men character? Well, she is a character named Kitty Pride. I saw her name on yeah. something today. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. So she is a character that debuted, I think, in the late seventies, and she's just been an amazing character created by Chris Claremont, who's one of our guests. And so I, I, I love this character. Will you dress? I will, I'm running the event, He's so okay. I wish. No, no, I would. Yeah, now, I go to events dressed okay. in cosplay. Okay, you do. Yeah, but, uh, Wolverine. Are you Wolverine? You know, I've been Wolverine okay. many years in the past, but you know. So this is your passion. Because that's in real the life. other oh, X Men yeah. we do yes. know and like is Wolverine. Yes. I, I can imagine that there's a lot of people who would like to meet Wolverine this weekend. Absolutely, yes. Well, we have the voice of Wolverine who's going to be there. So if anybody watched the oh. cartoon in the '90s, the X Men the animated series, we have the voice of Wolverine, Cal Dodd. He's coming in from Toronto. Uh, I mean, so do you excited. think these fans, because you, have you gone to other yes. fandom things? Oh, yeah, yeah of many course. of them. Yeah, okay. This is a big deal. Uh, yes, I know, <laughs> because I saw Brittany had a photo with Jared Padalecki, who I've loved on Supernatural since day one. That was CW. last weekend. Yes, last weekend. And, and I really uh, was struck at, like, people really connect you know, at these things that they have this common experience with other people. Mm -hmm. It's fun and nobody is judging. No, not at all. You know, and it's like, it and is fun that way. And was this all scheduled to happen before the strikes, the SAG and the yes. writer strikes? So this has been on the calendar for a while. Yes. Okay, so if people come to the immersive experience and, and how do we get tickets? you have a surprise guest that you just experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just announced uh, an actor. Uh, his name is Casper Van Deen. Uh, he is an actor from the 90s, primarily, in a show called Starship Trooper, Troopers, oh, yes. uh, amongst Tarzan, mm -hmm. uh, Sleepy Hollow. You know, yes. he's been in many movies, and he is coming in because he was in a fan film called Deadpool the Musical. Was and, that the uh, He was Cyclops in this kind of uh, breakout viral, you know, kind of mm -hmm. musical hit. And uh, yeah, he's coming in for it. And we just cool. announced him today, actually. Oh, my god. Okay, gosh. so if I'm coming and I know nothing about it. Yes. 
what happens to me? I come in, I sign in. Yes, you, uh, you get a student ID badge. Oh, so cute. instead of just a normal like ticket, you get a badge you wear around your neck. You get to uh, explore the campus that we've built inside the Minneapolis Club. We've got oh, a vendor gosh. hall full of people selling toys, comics, whatnot. Would we've, I bring my kids? You could bring your kids, okay. yes, of course. Uh, we've got a panel room with uh, conversations and you know the stars kind of talking about what they do. Yeah. And then we've got uh, the third floor which is decorated like a like the like the mansion we've got like a bedroom set we've got a classroom set we've got oh people are going to be taking photos like crazy yeah yeah yeah. game room we have an arcade and game board games all that sort of stuff going on who are you the most excited to meet this weekend Ooh, you know that's a good uh, you know i've never met daniel cudmore he is colossus in the x-men films Mm -hmm. and i've never met him before and i'm very excited to meet him is he a big man by the given his name he's uh, (laughs) six foot seven so he is quite White, Who wouldn't want to get up? You think of where you'd land on him, Julia. With I, a did, photo. I danced with a six foot four <laughs> yeah. man once, and you'd I thought, be right at belt level. No, it would be such a great photo. <laughs> I wouldn't want it, but I, I'd wear very high boots. Yes. So, oh. is it sold out, or can people get tickets, or how yeah, do we do all that? So, we still have tickets available. Okay. We had three levels of tickets. Our top two tiers are sold out, but general admission is open. Okay. So, you can walk up and buy tickets, or go onto okay. the website, The it? Uncanny Experience dot com and you can buy tickets and then if you're going is this one day or is it all weekend is it friday saturday sunday how does what are the yeah it's a two-day event on saturday and sunday okay. so the 16th and 17th this weekend were people fast to respond to when you reached out to people that you were having this idea to have the first ever x-men did they yeah. like finally someone is called was that the attitude basically yeah yeah you know we we the the people that we booked to be the guests they were on board immediately really? this is the first yeah. time we're doing it they don't trust you know they don't know yeah. us yeah. Like, right. you know, so to like just just to trust us jump in be all about it they are excited about the immersive element yes they're like this is not just a normal convention sure. hall Where you with overhead room, lighting right? you know yeah. and nobody's looking nice you know no this is like a really nice environment to be in and meet people and so. you're giving beverages or how do people deal yeah. with all that yeah no, well the minneapolis club unfortunately their restaurant's not open on the weekend oh. so yeah we've got limited food options okay. uh, but we do have a beer sponsor gambit brewery right. is coming in with beer for us and we also have our number 12 cidery coming in to give us some sparkling so you have some options. chips and nachos but so people yeah, maybe yeah. people want to bring a lunch yes yes people yes <laughs> that's well, all uh, i'm saying you yeah know? we just say uber eats you know uber just, just yeah, door dash it in yeah. okay and then what time like on Saturday, is it all day, like 10 to 5? Or Yeah, yeah. So uh, the doors open at 10 a.m. to general admission and close at 6 mm-hmm. on Saturday. And then Sunday is uh, 10 to 5. Yeah, well, or you can just go across to Loring Park and you've got a yeah. bunch of places. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. the, it's the Minnesota Club. Okay, but where is that again? It's well, this is on Minneapolis Sec- Club. Yeah, Minneapolis Club. It's on 2nd Avenue South. Um, but there's a lot of restaurants. There's a lot right, right there. there. We're getting it confused with the Minnesota Women's I Club. I really am. <laughs> we've, okay. we've, we've cleared it. Now I need to go there, yeah, obviously. I know. Are you so excited that it's finally here? I am. Oh, my gosh. Since the moment we created it. How long ago? Uh, well, we started talking about this probably 2021 or something. Like oh So, gosh. like, just conceiving okay. and just saying that well, this doesn't This exist. is a long birth baby. Yeah, I know. I know. And we is this Chris, it. your partner? Yes. Yeah, Hi, this Chris. Is, yeah, Chris, is, Chris. Chris is hanging out in the background. Yeah, he's one of the co-partners on the event. And, I'm excited um, for you guys. Now I'm too. ready for you to bring the Crazy Horse Cabaret. Oh. Lori, let's just show. stop. To, don't de- to the Twin don't Cities. Oh. 
Julia, I think, you know, if someone's looking for another uncanny experience. But there's yeah. so many, there's so many, ex, I mean, people love their. Yeah, we, people know it because yes. of the movies. And yeah. it's got such, it is such a huge thing. It is surprising there hasn't been another fan thing. Yeah. Fandom thing that you are. Guys you getting are the people first, from all so like over? It. Yeah, I would. I'm surprised to say most of our tickets are from people out of state. Yeah, I believe you. We have so many people flying in, Look dedicating at you, themselves. Having the Taylor Swift effect I on know. hotels and restaurants yes. and Uber. Yes, so city of Minneapolis, you can That's thank right. us. Yeah, there you go. There you go. This it's is true, exciting. Though. And is this kind of your first big production that you've done? Yes, yes. So Giant Size Productions is our company name, and this is Way our to go first. Big with your name. Yeah, yes. I like that name. I like that. <laughs> this is our first uh first event good for you yeah. chandler polling thank you this is it can you sing <laughs> um n- no. uh, yeah, maybe, maybe sure are you yeah. musical yeah. at all like, like, your like dad? karaoke okay. i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, well, like, it's your karaoke song. What's your go-to song? You know, song? my one of my favorites is Copacabana. Oh, by Barry sure. Manilow. Love it. You know? We'd be in the front <laughs> row for that. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I grew up musical, but yeah, you know, yeah. I just kind of went into publicity and events instead. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. This is exciting. Okay, so tell us how to get tickets again. Are we going online? Yes, you go onto our website, which is theuncannyexperience.com, and you can follow us on social media at the uncanny. Kenny EXP. Okay. EXP. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. We don't have to type it all out. No, yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm really So, can we for you. see, like, on Instagram, sort of what you guys have? Are oh, you giving yeah. people peeks? Oh, and we've, stuff? we've okay. been all over Instagram. Okay. You guys can see a lot of visuals of what we're doing. It's, it's you know uh, what? I'm Instagram lazy sometimes. Oh, I like to look at Maluma that, every day, though. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. But you have big people here. You have the writers of the comics, you have the characters. Yeah. You have the actors. You have everything going on. This is gonna people are gonna have fun. Oh yes. Well, I can't wait to have fun. <laughs> no, I yeah. believe you. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? After working so long, putting something together, you're like, it's here. Let's well, keep in touch. Like, tell us about other good things. Now that we know you're a real person, yes. not somebody <laughs> imitating the son of a man we've known forever, but just never knew he had children. I mean, who needs to talk about kids, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Chandler, it's so nice to meet you and uh-huh. you guys and. Um, Chris, best of luck, you guys, this weekend. I'm sure it's going to be a big hit. And general uh, admission and tickets, can you get them ahead or just buy them right at the door? Uh, you can get them ahead and you can buy them at the door. Yeah. This would be totally ahead, yeah. a fun thing to yeah. do. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Sure. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank, Thank you so much you. for having me. Absolutely. You're fun. All right. Yay for Yay. you. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back to Hollywood Speak. What is the meaning of this? Uh, try talking to somebody who's got a son that you didn't even know, and he's like a <laughs> doppelganger for him, and you've known his dad like forever and ever. I'm just like, the, he was so, what a delightful guy. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Sounds and like I, a great time. I cannot believe that someone hasn't had an X-Men fan, because they do it. They have these comic cons. Oh, they have the, obviously. I mean, they have There's them one for, coming up, but there's another big one That's coming. how we met uh, Marianne. She was in town for like yes. the, the, they do show shows that are geared around like 
um, the 60s and 70s sitcoms. Okay. And the, these fan conventions. Yeah, yeah, the fan cons. Yeah. Fan, but was, this yeah. is like the way that the, it's setting up like it's actually like you're at the place. Yeah, it makes you feel origin. like you're part of the academy where all the yeah. X-Men go through it to become the mutant heroes that they are. So they're not only making it like a Comic-Con thing, they're making yeah. it an experience as well. Right. Okay, Very that cool. was Yeah, and so dress up or not. Yeah. I think that sounds like fun. Oh yeah, my gosh, you would your eyes would be very I think full. Be fun. I've got I have to we oh have to give a little shout out right second here. Okay. okay? So what's today in just a second? Today is what's the date? Wednesday the thirteenth. Okay, so it was announced um today that Olivia Rodrigo is coming to Excel yes. on her big tour Friday, March fifteenth. Yes. Um there is no venue pre-sale opportunity. I just got this from the X. Mm-hmm. Fans can register now until Sunday, September 17th, which is this Sunday at 9 p.m. Here or either American Express early access with the registration. So you do, these tickets are expected to sell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because, I mean, her she's come out of the gate with her sophomore album. And Huge. it's great. It's great. It's great. It's and great, so yeah. the access to the sales will be if you register, pre-register for Olivia Rodrigo yeah. if you want to go. I think we might be doing something yeah. here. She's Taylor anyway. Swift in the making, FYI. Yeah, so, but just note that you got to do a little, you know, Signing up. All right. And be a just, part of the big adventure. And just by my own eyes and your own eyes, there mm-hmm. appeared to be absolutely no beef whatsoever. The camera operator was on Taylor Swift yes. as Olivia Rodrigo was playing. And uh, Taylor seemed to be knew the words to Vampire and was singing and dancing along. She knows them all. I love her fanning. This is a true fan. Yeah. She goes to these events and she knows all the words to all the other people's songs. And now she has a drink in her hand and she's having fun and she's she like sitting so with, uh, you know, random people that you don't know. And then you find out like the this two people, her. two of them were like who did the, the video to Anta here or yes. whatever. But anyway, Olivia uh, Rodrigo told Rolling Stone magazine when they asked about the rumored, you know, standoff beef that she and taylor swift has supposedly have and um this was what she said i only look at alien conspiracy theories (laughs) i like that that was funny yeah i don't have time for all your nonsense so i'm just gonna poke fun at it yeah (laughs) Yeah. i mean just uh it's like uh, here it is you know there's nothing to see here, and that's like just such a great answer. It's hard to believe that. I think she's is she only like nineteen? She feels very and yeah. She's in her teens, I believe. Is she? She's very mature. Yeah, but I just think and she's fun. And uh, anyway, um, so but speaking of twenty years old, my twenty apologies. years old. 20. Okay, speaking of so Selena Gomez last night. Selena Gomez. I don't know. Why I said Gomez. Um, Selena <laughs> Gomez um, was not happy. Because she felt the camera got, there were too many pictures of her. She doesn't realize that. Um, when she's going to a show to be a spectator, she's on show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she wasn't sitting with Taylor. No, anything, she wasn't but at all. She, she was very, they have like a roving camera. So she made a lot of faces. Like she made a face. Chris Brown, she kind of wrinkled up her nose. You know, he's nominated. And, you know, she won. She won uh, with that uh, Afrobeat song. Which we just played as it's uh, yeah. in our rotation. I love that. I love that song. And um, he was so 
delighted. Yeah, he was. And then there was also a face um, when Olivia Rodrigo was performing. She looked very concerned that the fake fireworks and the tree falling down and the stage manager rushing uh, her off was for real. Yes. So she maybe didn't see the vampire video. Either did I, and it looked real to me too. Oh, okay. I mean, it's I had a no idea what was happening. I figured that, that out because yeah, yeah, I read yeah. everything today. So, anyway, so she looked scared for that. So, Selena issued a statement on her Instagram, you guys. It is in a, a black screen, Grant, just to give you the picture. And this is what she types I saw this. Yeah. I will never be a meme again. I'd rather sit still. And be dragged for being myself. Much love. <laughs> much love. I love She's so much. funny. She's so funny. Now, someone should have talked her out of this. Yes. This thing. Play because into you it. have no say, Selena. No, Play she into really it. Doesn't. Play you into have no it. say about whether or not you're a meme or not. And then I get it, it that your feelings like- were hurt. But you've let the whole world know now that your feelings were hurt. She should have just posted the amazing outfit she wore to the after party. Yeah. That purple dress. Oh, my gosh. Can I give you a Hollywood speech, please? So, anyway, Selena's feelings were very hurt, you guys. But, but Selena, you... Memes is one of the things we live for in a... In a... Just that moment. An award show or something like that. Don't take it... Don't take it the wrong way or... You know what I mean? She takes things personally. She'll go down from Instagrams probably in 24 hours and then go back up. She just does that. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the face she made about Chris Brown. <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Okay, okay give me one. here's a headline for you. Woman claims breastfeeding her husband helped her marriage. Oh, well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that you should call it breastfeeding. It actually was. It actually was because she was actually a nursing mother. Yeah, so this is, I just love the headline and I was going to do it in randoms, but I thought this is a better Hollywood speak for you. Okay, so Rachel and Alexander Bailey, um, Rachel says she sees nothing wrong with breastfeeding her husband. I actually love the bond. It helps me out and it finished his job off. But here's what happened in 2017. When uh, they went on a cruise and her breasts became extremely large after she got the pump at home, mm-hmm. her husband did the job for her. And she said that um, it's now a necessity and he encourage, she encourages other married couples to take advantage of this as okay, well. Okay, the Hollywood speak on this <laughs> is that you should have never told the world your big... Thank you. Your big... Your big Secret or whatever you want. Your privacy. Your your private. People are gonna. Not everything needs to be said out loud. One hundred percent. Not everything needs to be said out loud. That's true. It's kind of like wearing skin tone clothing. Not yep. You're not a Kardashian. Mm -hmm. Life is not a filter. Life is not a filter. Keep those clothes in your home and keep those thoughts in your head. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. That's like you know. It made me laugh. It's not going to be anything that, but you know, to me, I I get kind of gag at the whole idea of suckling breast. You You were just so in love with breasts when you came home, like getting that dribbly liquid that is breast milk, sour. You know, have you tasted it? Have you tasted it, Grant? He's not looking at me. Yeah. So apparently he knows. You have. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Well, I don't maybe this isn't such yeah, a Yeah, sometimes thing. you are heating yes. a bottle of breast milk. That's how well, I've you, maybe tasted it. <laughs> when have you ever heated a bottle in your life? One of my sisters 
for sure. Oh, there yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. All right, back to you. Back to you. Okay. <laughs> I okay. Just, I couldn't resist that headline. <laughs> okay, Willy or Wonka director, because that's the Christmas movie. It's just called Wonka. The 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 latest, uh, the unnecessary remake, but maybe it'll be. It good. looks funny though. It, it looks does. different. It's the prequel. Yes, and it's called Wonka, and Timothy Chalamet is Willy Wonka, but mm-hmm. he's just called Wonka. And the director uh, said, uh, he said, he sings like Bing Crosby. I'm dreaming <laughs> But what does that mean, Julia? Christmas. <laughs> What does that mean? It means he's got a very what old does that school song that it that's seems lovely. like a strange description. A horrible. Well, if you loved Bing Crosby, which yes. was the number one selling single forever when, for White Christmas, when <laughs> yeah. it's an interesting. He needs a better story when he comes to talking about Timothy Chalamet's But I think it kind voice. of it conjures up for me kind of a really fun old school like glamorous voice. Okay, all right. I a mean, beautiful I, voice man. All right. That's what go. I took. All, all right. right we'll be right back.